10 amazing clips from 10 amazing friends, business partners, celebrities, billionaires. I got it all crammed into one episode. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Boom! This is a big one. Episode 100. Guys, congratulations. Thank you for being part of this amazing red journey to 100 episodes, whether you're just tuning in for the first time or you've been here from the very first time. You are here in the Red Life podcast and we are doing something special for my 100th episode. I'm going to do 10 top highlights from the last year, the first 100 episodes. Oh my gosh, we've had an amazing journey. We ranked top 10. We actually got to top three at one point in the entrepreneur category, top 15 in the business category, and we are just getting started, guys. We've had amazing guests, people like the one, the only, Mr. Money Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, the 10X man himself, a good friend and a mentor of mine, Grant Cardone, famous athlete, sharks from the TV show Shark Tank, and the list goes on. And to celebrate the 100th episode, we are doing something special, like I said, and reliving those best moments, those best tips. You've got tips coming up from the best athletes in the entire planet, billionaires, people like Kevin Harrington that's built 20 companies past $100 million and part of Celsius, a billion-dollar company. So many highlights. Let's dive in. I'm going to play about a minute for the top 10 episodes and talk about why I picked these, why I love these, and what you can learn. And I will see you on the 200th episode very soon. Let's go. In spot number one, Grant Cardone, living the red life and 10X combined. Here's a clip I want to play and reinforce for you guys. So so what would you say to someone that's not where, you know, we all are today, right? Still in a day job or trying to figure it out or start a business and they're in the wrong environment. Like I would love to open You know, up. I would say that you, you have to take some responsibility for the target. You created this target, some target, whether you know you consciously did it or not. You made some decision to be something. Yes. And I know if I look back over my life, everything everything that I've done, good and bad, I had something to do with the creation of like, I'm going to become that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I became a, a terrible salesman. I kept saying, I'm going to be a terrible salesman. Guess what? I like literally like had to make myself right to be a terrible salesman or a struggling middle class guy working my butt off all yep. the time. I became, I elevated to, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work hard. And I, that's what I did. I worked hard. So you have to change the destination at some point. For sure. And that's what you did. And you actually, what you did was what, I, what I've done in my life is like, first I set a target and then I'm like, where do I need to go? Where do I, what do I need to leave? You actually left where you were comfortable. So this is the story of my life, right? And Grant Cardone's life. We both left where we started to go to that next level. I left England, reinvented myself, left with one suitcase, came to America, became a millionaire in my mid-20s, built this $10 million company, one of the fastest growing companies in America by 30, 31 years old. And you know the story from there. Grant did the same, right? And he says himself, every time he left, he reinvented himself. I've done the same. Went to Tampa for the first few years in America, recently moved to Miami. And the Miami part is now as I go to 100 million over the next few years. And then who knows, when I go to the billion, maybe I'll move somewhere else. Probably just a big... Uh, <laughs> 
probably just a much bigger house in Miami on the ocean, but who knows? It might be LA, it might be New York, it might be many places. But the point is you got to get uncomfortable to go to that next level. You got to change your environment, who you hang out with and your perception of reality to go to that next level. And that's why I picked and love this clip. Yeah. And you talk a lot about patience. I think that's, you say is one of your superpowers, right? It's one of the main things. Yeah. Yeah. But people are these days, especially they're impatient. Instant gratification. Everybody wants everything. Yeah. Right then and right now. Yeah. Yeah. Warren Buffett, you mentioned, he's obviously done very well through patience, right? Man. (laughs) Uh, What? Coca-Cola? American Express? Mm -hmm. Unreal. So can we talk a little about patience in business and investing? Let's talk about what you want to know. Well, I think most people want, they want results now, right? They want results now. What would you say? If I said they want instant gratification, they want they want everything right now, but they don't want to put in the hard work that it takes. They don't want, when people go out there and try to be an entrepreneur, try to be a CEO, when they fail, the first time they fail, they feel like they, they act like it's the end of the world. Yeah. Get up, move on to the next, or rebuild what you was already starting. Okay, and in spot number two, Mr. Money Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather. This is an amazing episode that we filmed as part of a partnership we have together where we're taking his knowledge around building his successful career and how he manages his money and became the most famous money man himself, Floyd Mayweather, in his career. So in this episode, he dives in specifically in one point about instant gratification, right? And why everyone wants it now and why entrepreneurs, when they have their first failure, they think it's the end of the world. And I really love this because I think if you're listening to this, you're, you're seeing social media, you're seeing these people explode. And what you don't realize is they're like the Floyd Mayweathers. They're the one in a million, right? But for most of us, it takes a lot of time and there's a lot of failure along the way. And this one minute clip hopefully reinforces to you, play the long game and understand, yes, you need consistent, quick wins and you do want to go as fast as you can. But true wealth is generational. It's built over many decades and you've got to understand you'll fail a lot along the way. And in spot number three, someone that's mentored me for many years without even knowing it, and now a great friend of mine, a business partner, and someone that's inspired over 2 billion people with a B, Mr. Les Brown. How do you build a society and how do you nurture a child to, to be prepared in today's world? Well, do exactly what your parents do. Success leaves clues. Mm. Create a ritual for yourself. Yep. Uh, Mark Twain said the two most important days in our lives, number one, the day that we're born. Number two, the day you realize why you were born. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Then put together a ritual yeah. that allows you to become that kind of person that can achieve and to create that kind of life for yourself. Abraham Lincoln said, my future is bright. And people ask, how do you know that? And he said, because I'm going to create it. Mm. So, so the message there is you've got to take control. You have to destiny. take control and you have to have a ritual that allows you to live out of your imagination as yep. opposed to living out of your history. Wow. What a powerful one minute clip, right? I love this so much because most people aren't where they want to be in life and aren't successful because they don't control their day. Here's the craziest thing I've learned after 32 years of being on this planet myself and becoming somewhat successful in my mid 30s or early 30s is what matters is what you do every day. It's the small things. And the reason I'm ahead of pretty much anyone else I know at my age is because I'm so 
focus on making every day the best day. I, I work and I act like today is my last day and like everything has to happen now. And I have this crazy amount of sense of urgency and time optimization and this ritual to perfect everything within my day, which is why I've achieved so much at the age of 32. So take this for what it is and look at every single day. How can you build that ritual that will give you the dream life that you really want? And in spot number four, another business partner of mine, a great friend, a great mentor. He's on my board. He is the one and only, the original shark from the TV show Shark Tank, Mr. Kevin Harrington. Let's hit it. Zig, when he passed 10 years ago, had never done any social media, never had a Facebook page. But now that he had passed, his the daughters and Tom said, let's put up a Facebook page so people can give a tribute to Zig. Well, they did. Five million people are now following the deceased Zig Ziglar. So, so here's, a, here's the play as an entrepreneur. I went to the family and said, let's take Zig's assets, rebrand them with some added content, 18 new chapters from the shark, and how are we going to sell it? To the five million people that are following you on Facebook, okay? Yeah. And that's the first place we're going to start. Yeah. And then into bookstores, et cetera. So I like aligning myself, building my brand, utilizing other brands. Stuff. I mean, much like we're doing right here today, it's yeah. Rudy and Kevin, right? We're, we're powering the brand building experience here. Another powerful minute there, right? And I teach this so, so much. Align yourself with other successful people. Realize partnerships can get you ahead. One of the fastest ways to collapse time is to partner with other powerful people. Look at what I'm doing right now. I work with a bunch of celebrities and we partner together. I have a skill set, a massive team and product knowledge. They have massive authority and a massive audience and boom, we collide together and create something even bigger, even more impactful. Kevin is right. Kevin is, even though he's ultra successful and a shark from the show Shark Tank, he's still combining his brand with other powerful brands. And me and Kevin have been in business for several years together, become good friends, and he's not stopped yet. He's always making deals, right? So keep making more deals, guys. Keep making more partnerships. Don't sleep on this stuff and don't limit yourself and think you're too small. You gotta go for the ask. You gotta go for the ask. I created my first big partnership at like 25, 26 with a super famous athlete because I went for the ask. And next up, another Cardone, not Elena, but Gary Cardone, Grant Cardone's brother, who is local to me at my Tampa office and become good friends in the last couple of years. I love Gary because he has a very different life and outlook than Grant Cardone, but is very successful in different ways. And I love to sit down and chat with Gary about the future. So here it is. I never think about how much am I going to make from this. Actually, I, I th am I doing something that feels good that I can get behind? When I get behind an idea because it's right here, people go, oh, you're a great salesman. No, I'm not. I'm not actually a salesman. I am a great storyteller well, about my passion. That's not what I'm really uh, like excited about. Right. And I'm always going to be taking more risk on any of these investments than anyone else anyway. So mm -hmm. those are the I like investing with people that, are not only passionate, but they're intelligent. Yeah. So during that episode, we talked a lot about the future of crypto and all of these things. But near the end, this fascinating minute clip came out. He's talking about his true self, how he communicates. Gary Cardone, Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, their daughters, all amazing communicators. And he says something super important. He doesn't sell. 
He just tells a story. And I always teach, we've grown up through decades, centuries being told stories. Ever since a child, we're told a story. The story is the best way to communicate, the best way to captivate, and the best way to sell. And following on from Gary Cardone, Elena Cardone. Elena's a powerhouse. She's so inspirational for entrepreneurs out there, especially female entrepreneurs. And what I love hanging around Gran and Elena and their family is the dynamics they've created. So here it is. That's when I really looked at, wow, you know, um, how can we get on the same page? Who are we? First of all, who are we as a couple? Where are we going? Who are we? What do we want? It really got us like fortified on the same page. And then we looked at, okay, let's delegate the roles that's that I can do to help us get there and what can you do to help us get there based yep. on our strengths and weaknesses right in the lane yes, right? yep. so we can work together so I'm not fighting for you because I already have my departments that I'm the boss of over here I get to be I get to run and then you get to run and yep. now it's clear you make the decisions in this area I make the decisions in this area when we came together in 2008 and we really figured that piece out we really started to make huge exponential strides towards actually achieving those dreams together. So as you can see, one takeaway is the energy and environment. I talk about this so much, I've got several solo episodes on this, and it's true even here, billionaires, right? Building this billion dollar empire, and you can see how strong that foundation is, how great that energy is, how great that environment is, and it's because they've set good expectations and roles and responsibilities. Another thing I talk about a lot, this has to happen in all parts of your life, work, business, fun, sport, relationships, children. In every part of your life, you need clear expectations, clear alignment of vision, all working in the right direction. And now swinging back to the celebrity lifestyle, another business partner of mine, another close friend, Darren Prince. He is the A-list super agent. He's been in the celebrity agent game for 30 plus years. We've done a bunch of business and deals together. He's a great friend. He's behind some of the biggest names in history of the world. People like Magic Johnson, Muhammad Ali, you name it, Hulk Hogan. The list goes on. Darren's been around some of the most powerful people on the planet for 20, 30 years, and he's going to tell you why. And you are a real person of all guys. You understand the value of personal relationships. Don't always make it about business. Get to know the people. Yeah. Spend time with them. Yeah. Talk about sports, culture, music, entertainment. Find out about their family, where they're from, what their hobbies are. That's how you will eventually get the business. You don't do it for that. But just by default, people do business with people that they like. Yeah, always, always. You know, just and that all the successful you become is only you. Oh, yeah, that's all you got to do because you have so many options. Yeah, but don't be that person just pound somebody. That yeah. all that, that like, does not work. That's most people that are afraid to just go for the kill. And it's like the super successful people, they have so many opportunities, like you said, with some of the people you represent. Yeah. They don't need the money. They don't care about the money. There's not enough money you can throw at them. No. But if there's a cause behind it or there's something behind it, they Exactly. And they're going to do it. Love that clip. And as you can tell, guys, this is the secret. The secret is buying in with the person, creating those relationships. Nowadays, everyone it tries to go so transactional. But guess what? As said, people do business with those that they love. The reason I've been able to create a lot of these celebrity partnerships, relationships, relationships with some of the biggest people in the industry is generally I can create that connection and get on with people very, very quickly. And 
successful people, billionaires and celebrities, they're very good at reading people because they've been around people their whole life, okay? And they can tell when someone's got their stuff together and someone's successful and someone has a good heart and wants to do good in the world. So focus on creating amazing relationships because the rest will take care of itself when it comes to deals and partnerships. Okay, and coming in with a bang, Bass Rutan, one of the most famous MMA Hall of Famers, very, very successful both in sport and business, and I really love what he's got to say here, so listen up. Dependable on these phones, mm -hmm. and, and they do everything for us, and we don't want to work out anymore. We'd yep. rather grab a pill yep. to, to lose weight. I yep. mean, don't even work out anymore. I don't have the time. That's a yep. stupid excuse. Go on your phone and see how many hours you, a day <laughs> you scare. You're on your screen. And you're going to be in shock. It's like five, six hours yep. minimum. Now, take 30 minutes from that and simply do it. You know, things like, for instance, now I'm training because I had a, a lot of neck injuries, four neck injuries. So I atrophied this whole arm. So I have wow. to work it out. Listen, I hate it. But you don't have to like everything. Sure. Every morning, sure. I'm at the gym here in my building. Every single morning, every single morning, I'm training my breathing muscles. It's just a habit. I wish you create a habit, a good habit. That yep. is, don't do a bad habit then it's easy to stay on that habit. If you lose one that, just pull back. But don't, it's easy to uh, acquire a habit, but it's also very easy to lose that yeah. habit again. So once you have a good habit, just keep doing it. And not everything needs to be fun. I love this so much, guys, because most people aren't disciplined in life. Most people want to do only what they like, and when they don't get results or they get bored or they have to do hard things, they quit. And then most people complain why they're not rich and successful. They complain why they're not where they want to be in life. This is the problem with 95% of society right now. And as an entrepreneur, you're going to do lots of things that you don't enjoy. I look at my day, half the time in my week, I'm doing stuff I don't really want to be doing or having hard conversations or dealing with awkward issues. That's part of being successful. Anyone that's successful in life is doing a lot of things that they don't always enjoy, but they do it because they have to get it done and they're disciplined. And like Les said earlier, they've created a ritual for themselves. And as we get down to the final couple of powerhouses, a good friend of mine, someone that you probably know, came from the baseball field all the way to now the entrepreneur space, my good friend, Ryan. Um, I think thing number two I would say is, and this is kind of a controversial one because you want to be known for a certain niche, but you also need to be broad enough to bring people in. Yep. So for example, when I got started out in content, I just mainly was like, Hey, I got to be known as like the top house flipper. If people know me as that, as the guy who flips a lot of houses on YouTube, great. But in order to have them find me, unless they're only searching for house flipping, nobody's going to find me. Mm -hmm. Right. And I do want those people, right? Because those people are going to be ones who buy my coaching program yep. and other stuff. But how do I get new eyeballs? And so that's where going broad comes into play, where you talk about side hustles and things that yep. anyone can yep. like. Yep. It's where you, you know, get that this is why the biggest guys are so successful because they talk about politics and they talk about yeah, general stuff. these general broad topics. Yep. And so for me, um, I always tell people like when you're getting started, you need to have a blend of content. 
that's niche specific but broad specific. Now the broad stuff needs to also relate. Somehow pull in, right? There you have it guys. And what I really love about Ryan's clip here is, and I teach this so, so much, everyone comes in and they try and sell to way too many people or they don't have clarity on their offer and clarity on what they're selling. He hits the nail on the head here, right? Or he hits the ball out the park. You get it? Because he makes it very, very clear that, hey, when you start, get really good in this small area. And then what you'll see with Grant Cardone, him, with myself, with everyone that's become successful, we started in this small niche, right? For me, it was like Facebook ads. For Grant, it was like car salesman. For Ryan, it was house flipping. And then we start to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then eventually we go broad because now we want to make $100 million companies or billion dollar companies. And we need to reach the world to do that and to have more impact. Alrighty, and last but not least, a good friend of mine, Vince Del Monte. You probably may not know him quite as well as you know Floyd Mayweather or Grant Cardone, but look, Vince has been a mentor and a friend for about eight years, actually. And one of the first ever speaking and business events I went to was one of Vince's events. And we partnered for a little bit. I was helping him with a mastermind, speaking. Um, we've just become amazing friends. So it didn't feel right to do a 100th episode without someone that's been there since the very start of my journey, basically. He's more in the fitness space. He's not in the big entrepreneur space necessarily. But it doesn't mean he's not successful. He's built amazing companies and has a wealth of knowledge. So here it is. For the public yesterday at the 100 million mastermind, one of my damaging emissions is the first month we hit a million dollar month. It wasn't a lie, but it also wasn't the truth. Okay. All right. So we did hit a million dollars, but it was contracted. Okay. And it was in Canadian dollars. Oh, interesting. So it wasn't a lie, but it also wasn't the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm telling all my friends, yeah, we had our first million dollar month. Yeah. And I'm projecting something that I think I remember us having that conversation as well when you hit it. Projecting yeah. something that I'm not. And uh, I find that God will figure out how to put you back in your place yep. Yep. when you are trying to skip. So did your next month go back down or? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I didn't learn my lesson. It happened again. We had another, we had a $1.6 million weekend. Wow. And I, I that was the that, event I spoke at. I spoke, yeah. I posted that way too quickly. It wasn't all collected. It was a, one of some, there was some refunds that came in from a, a new program we launched a little prematurely and God put me right back in my yeah. place because I wasn't humble. Yeah. I was, Hey, look what we did. And so I think a, a part of being successful is just owning where you're at in the race. And there you have it, the final one, right? And what's pretty cool about this is like, you know, a combination of pushing, 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 but knowing that you've got to pay your dues. And I wanted to finish on this one because like Floyd Mayweather said, you've got to have patience, right? And one of the things you're going to struggle with as an entrepreneur is balancing speed and going all in and 10xing, as Grant would say, with also managing patience and building the systems behind the growth. That's something that I've always battled with. It's a yin-yang relationship. And look, you've got to have hyper growth. You've got to have big goals. You've got to 10x your goals, but you've got to know where you're at and you've got to know your blind spots. You've got to know your weaknesses like Vince demonstrated here. So look, guys, that's a wrap. 10 amazing clips from 10 amazing friends, business partners, celebrities, billionaires. I got it all crammed into one episode. I hope you enjoyed it as a recap. And I'm so excited to do another 100 episodes with you guys. Hopefully many, many more on top of that as well. And until next time, keep living the red life. Take care.